And welcome to another episode of the Football Snack Talk Show. I am your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome to the abyss. It is officially no yeah. football. It's the off season. It's a little depressing. Yeah. But we'll get through it. We'll get through it together because that's what we're here for. Right. I mean, this is what, you know, we have to we have to work through it together. It's it's a long off season. Sure is. Still going to be a lot to talk about, including we have a good amount to talk about tonight. Yeah, we definitely do. Uh, and, you know, we hope... <laughs> We hope that this continues as we yeah. progress uh, through the off season. Um, you know, last week we I know we had talked briefly about some off season stuff, and we'll get into a little bit more uh, tonight. But uh, basically, the big news is the coaching staff seems to have been uh, all open positions seem to have been filled, as yes. the Eagles would like, you know, for you to believe. Yeah, um, a different different setup than the norm. The traditional head coach, offensive coordinators, and position coaches. Uh, the, the Eagles did, and, and this isn't necessarily. I mean, while it's unique to the Eagles, it's not unique to the NFL. A lot of teams have been kind of adapting this structure of, uh, I guess, like what a, a passing game coordinator and a running game. Right. Yeah. And then having, you know, not really having an offensive coordinator, which is what the Eagles' plan is. And, look, I'll be the first to admit Mike Rowe was not good as, a, <laughs> as an offensive coordinator. Sure. But I don't think that, you know, that, that the position being filled by nobody is an upgrade. That's probably a wash, right? Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> uh, that's uh, mean, but uh, I don't care. Uh, yeah, so they officially have announced uh, f- the following staff changes uh, or updates. Uh, Rich uh, Scarangelo uh, is going to be the senior offensive assistant. Press Taylor has uh, is not only going to continue to be the quarterback's coach, but will also be the passing game co- uh, coordinator. Uh, Matt Burke, run game coordinator slash defensive line coach, uh, which I know. Right, and we should specify that's defensive run game coordinator. Yes, yeah, yeah, but uh, but again, that's that's right. the official title is run game coordinator. Um, you know, again, going to help out as far as yes, run defense from a defensive uh, perspective. Uh, Marquand Manuel, the defensive backs coach, as we knew uh, from last week. Uh, Aaron Moorhead is the new wide receivers coach. Uh, Andrew Brenier is the passing game analyst. TJ Paganetti is the assistant run game coordinator slash assistant running backs coach. Uh, Dino uh, Vasso is the assistant coordinator of the defense. Um, yeah, these are all, you know, uh, good moves. Uh, officially, you know, I, I'm uh, actually I'm a big fan of uh, Scar- uh, Skin. I can't ever pronounce this guy's name. Rich uh, Scangarello. Scangarello. Rich Scangarello. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I don't know why I have trouble with that. Uh, coming from the Broncos, yeah. um, you know, really, really, uh, I, I felt did a really good job uh, in his role 
I think it's going to be, you know, a nice addition to to the yeah, squad. Yeah, but he got a lot out of a little. And, yeah, exactly. And I think he'll do really good with some better talent around him here. Right. I'm also uh, excited for uh, Marquand's uh, manual coming from over from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, uh, I thought he did uh, a really good uh, job over there at Atlanta. Um, you know, the Falcons' defense uh, did finish uh, top ten. 2017 in many categories, so all positive things, which is which is great. Uh, Aaron Moorhead, you may remember the name, uh, maybe you don't, uh, maybe you're not a weird uh, fan like we are. Uh, yeah. Aaron Moorhead, right, <laughs> uh, was a professional uh, wide receiver uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't really do much. Uh, I, I think. Uh, I think maybe, you know, 50 catches is probably being uh, uh, yeah, overshooting uh, his yeah, career. He didn't do a whole lot in the NFL. But, hey, look, I mean, you made, a, you made an NFL roster. You did something. And he has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. So, granted, courtesy of Peyton Manning. But, uh, <laughs> hey, there are lots of guys out there, you know, between the Colts and Broncos who can attribute their Super Bowl rings to Peyton Manning. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch, too, with uh, with uh, Tom Brady. But uh, Andrew uh, Bernier is coming from Mississippi State, where he spent the last two seasons uh, as a passing game coordinator slash quarterbacks coach. Uh, as I said, he's the passing game analyst. Um yeah, so you know these are these are all good additions. Plus, um, you know they they added a few former Eagles to the staff as well. Um, you know, your boy Brent Selleck, uh, yeah. Darren Sproles, and of course, um, oh boy, um, why can't I think of his name? Connor Barwin, thank you. Yeah, Connor Barwin. Yeah. I don't know why I'm thanking you. You did nothing there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you know, again, nice familiar names to to kind of round out the 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 staff, as you will. Um, so yeah, it's nice. Um, no offensive coordinator, a little weird, uh, considering how much you know, kind of thought and and and, and dissection uh, there was at the position right, speculation, yeah. right? Um, so it's a little weird that they come out with nothing, but. Um, we all knew that Doug wasn't really going to relinquish any of his play calling abilities. So essentially your offensive coordinator was, you know, a, you know, a, a second secondary coach, a, an anal, you know, a passing game coordinator, if you will, or, you know, whatever it ends up being. Um, that's essentially why they decided not to go with a, an offensive coordinator just because it really would have just been, you know, waste of money honestly anyway yeah. yeah right i mean the only positive anyway, i can I think, think guys like mike kafka didn't want it right a lot that's why I a lot of people jim caldwell yes yeah. i would have loved to have jim caldwell because you know again this is a guy who's been in the league for a while he could have been another voice uh you know a veteran voice a former head coach that could have you know could have bounced some things off of um, you know. yeah, he could have been a guy that could have spoken up in the room that Doug had no choice but to respect. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, so definitely, uh, definitely good stuff. Uh, hopefully, these changes and additions and new titles end up working out in the Eagles' favors. Obviously, 
Um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, the resumes are, are pretty good. So I, you know, hope that they made the right yeah, decisions. I, I've been trying to keep an open mind about it. I mean, yeah. at first, you know, at first glance and you, and you know, the headline is no offensive quarter in name. Right. And right. that immediately makes you scratch your head. I know it made me scratch my head and think, man, you know, I don't know that I like Doug taking on all this, you know, like I know Doug you know, called the plays. Right. But you, you don't want to put too much on your head coach who has right. to focus more on what's happening in the game and alleviating yourself some time to make adjustments and to manage the clock. And and, look, and even though Doug was calling the plays, you know Mike Rowe had some say in buzzing down there to Doug and saying, hey, you know what, from, from this perspective, I'm seeing, you know, the right side is they're opening up. You got holes there all day. You should tr start trying to run the ball over to the right side. Right. And you know they can adjust things. It's always better in my mind. Don't kid yourself. Mike Rowe had a big part to do with this offense. And just because you know he, you don't have an offensive coordinator, that doesn't mean you didn't need one at times. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, hey, what's going on, Peggy? Thanks for uh, for joining us. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a strange thing, but. Uh, you know, I think in the long run, it'll, you know, if that's what Doug feels is, you know, makes him a little bit more comfortable or, you know, the kind of just the way that, uh, you know, in game, that's the I only thing I'm worried about that. Doug's way of, I don't know if I want to say saving a coach, a coach's future, because look, when this offense sputtered, I mean, you know, obviously there were some people who were angry at Doug, but like for the most part, Mike Grove took that venom because. He's a guy with the title offensive coordinator. Right. And he wasn't an offensive coordinator who won a Super Bowl here. Doug was the coach that won a Super Bowl. So it was a lot easier to say, well, we're not going to get mad at Doug. We know he won a Super Bowl here. We'll <laughs> right. get mad at yeah. the offensive coordinator. What, what has he done? You know? Right. Uh, all he's done and is so, not not know how to fit, you know, a, a an all-pro wide receiver into his offense. Uh, whereas now it's like, okay, there is no offensive coordinator by title. And so the play calling and pretty much all of the responsibility really falls on Doug. So if this fails, you know, it's a reflection on Doug and not some, like, it won't be as easy to then look back and say, oh, well, fire the offensive coordinator. I don't know if that was by design by Doug wanting, you know, feeling like he didn't want to put that all on one right. person anymore. And he wanted to put it on his shoulders. Or, Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, because look, this is, what, two years, or two out of the last three years, you've had to change offensive coordinators. No one was for promotion. Sure, it was but still. The way you'd like to replace coaches. Right. No, yeah. Um, but, hey, thank, hey, Alex, Catherine, thank you very much for the uh, for the love. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, you're right. Uh, this, is, this is definitely going to fall more on Doug. And um, I'm okay with it because I feel like, you know, he he knows what he likes. He knows what he you know what he's doing, and we got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it, but we'll we'll see. You know, if if come next year, well, he's definitely going to be Doug guys. They're all going to have to answer to him with what they come up with for an offensive game plan, and you know more of the onus is going to be on him because now like you don't have that one singular guy to point out to say, okay, we know Doug's awesome. He won a Super Bowl. This guy's a punk. Get rid of him. Uh, well, yeah, nobody liked him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, so so now we can you know we don't have to focus on the uh, the speculation as you will of of what's happening uh, you know with with all of that. So one last thing to worry about, I suppose, and now we can kind of focus on you know the the task at hand of getting free agents and making sure. Well, now, yeah, now that everything is now geared towards March 18th, and you've got a little over a month to go. Yeah. Until you know. Until we we can start signing guys, and that's going to be, I mean, look, that window, that whole, like, the week leading up, same, like, what is it, the 16th or 15th, that uh, you get the legal tampering period opening up. Right. And that'll lead right into the 18th. Is that Wednesday or Thursday? I'm trying to remember now. Uh, let me see. Uh, Actually, that might be a Tuesday. Uh, the 17th is a Tuesday. Okay, so the 18th is that Wednesday. Yes. And that's when the league year starts. Yes. So, I mean, that whole weekend before, like, I guess it would be, what, Sunday, the legal tampering period starts. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And Wednesday we have the the opening of the league year. Yep. It's usually three days. Yeah. No, you're right on that. So, we'll definitely, we'll be hearing things on that Sunday and... And yeah, hopefully. we'll be talking all about it. Yeah, you know, uh, we'll obviously be uh, on air Monday night, uh, the eve uh, before the, uh, you know, the, the start of free agency. So we'll we'll have probably heard a good amount of rumors right. uh, of, of what's going on. So um, that'll be an interesting show uh, that week on YouTube for Mike Sports as the league year will have officially started. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully some big things happen in that day and. Um, you Hopefully know, the Cowboys lose a lot of stars that day. And... Well, you know, uh, speaking of it, I'm glad you said something yeah. uh, regarding the Cowboys. Uh, right now, I think they have somewhere in the range of like 70, 73 million dollars uh, in mm-hmm. cap space. Um, they also probably have the ability to rework contracts, um, mm-hmm. especially their three out of their their uh, offensive linemen um, could probably honestly save them up to like 15 million reworking those deals. So honestly, they're probably working with more like 90 million in all honesty. Yeah. Um, now, now part of the problem is that they got to pay a quarterback. Well, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, so, so let's just say we've, of all the rumors that we've heard regarding Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. And how he's turned down, I think the most recent was he, he turned down 32 mil a year. Yeah. Um, whatever. Uh, a little crazy, but cool. Um, hey, whatever creates more <laughs> problems in Dallas, I'm in favor of. I mean, you're right. But let's just say that he agrees to 35 mil a year, right? Sure. Some indicate that it might be even more. So if hey Tim, what's going on, bud? Uh, oh, I gotta talk to you about uh, the end of the month, pal. Um, so let's just you know what? Let's just even call it forty million, right? Sure. Now the way contracts work and all that, it's obviously not forty million dollars against the cap year one. Uh, no. They're gonna figure some things out, but. For the sake of argument and for the sake of keeping numbers pretty good, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's just say they spend forty million dollars on Dak. Well, they're down. Okay. To, they're down to fifty mil, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. top wide receiver in free agency. He's definitely the top guy in the market. Yeah. What would you say? You know, who, what would you say he he might fetch? What, what what are receivers getting these days even? Uh, like, too much. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it in the area of twenty? Or... I, I don't know if anybody's hit twenty yet. Um, I know they've been knocking on the door. I know Julio Jones right now is the is the top, right? Is he not? I believe so. Was uh, he the last one to get uh, extended? Yeah, he did get an extension. Uh, my bad. He he just signed an extension, three years, sixty-six million. So that puts him at about twenty-two million average. Okay. So okay. So let's just call it twenty million. Sure. Yeah. For the fun of it. For yeah. the fun of it. For for figuring this out. All right. Mm-hmm. So that drops him down to what? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. All right. You still have Byron Jones. Hmm. Let's you know uh, just for the sake of argument, why not call that twenty million too? Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 18 to 20 million. So. so let's call it 20. Yeah. So, okay, now granted, that's a lot of money to spend on three people. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that right there is yeah, what? It's 80 million. Three people you have to lock up if you're the Dallas Cowboys. Right. It's 80 million dollars you're, you're locking up. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave you with 10 million dollars. Just sign little dinky guys here and there. And then this is not counting anybody they may cut or sure, more sure. restructuring or whatever. You know, and obviously they got to hold out some money for for uh, uh, for the draft. But yeah. to those people that say, "Hey, Dallas yeah, can't afford ten million before you, you know, ten million, and you haven't signed anybody else yet." Right now, granted, it's very unlikely they do this because there's a lot of money to to wrap up into three players. Granted, they are good players, but still, yeah, um, they're losing at least one of them. All right, I agree. So, but there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, well, you know, they're probably going to only sign one. Well, no, they could, they could theoretically sign all three. More likely, they'll probably keep two. But who knows? Maybe they'll lose all three. I mean, Dak, uh, you know, has this number in his head, and I feel like if he's not hit, getting that hit, he may go elsewhere. Yeah. I could totally see well, it. I could see him <clears throat> at least wanting to go in and test the market. Yeah. And, I mean, if he hits the open market, all of a sudden, you know, like the New England Patriots, the Los Angeles Chargers, you know, all the, the, the teams that you were looking at and saying, oh, well, is Tom Brady going to sign there? These are teams now that say, well, I mean, not to say that Dak Prescott's Tom Brady because while well, I'm not no, the that's biggest not true. You know, Dak hater, I'm also not going to put him in that category. Right, right, agree. Uh, but, yeah, so Tenny was saying I hear Amari, Amari Cooper's name here and there. Uh, he has been linked to the Eagles. It's a natural, uh, you know, rumor. Well, sure, the Eagles have a wide receiver need. They have a lot of money to spend, and he's the best wide receiver on the market. So right. it makes sense you'd be linked here. Absolutely, that's definitely uh, that's definitely right on the nose. So um, the question then is, do you, for the amount of money that you know, let's just even say conservatively, he's going to want fifteen million a year. But you're already paying a lot of money to Alshon Jeffrey. And he's probably not going to be in an Eagles uniform yeah. ever again. But potentially. Uh, that's a lot of money just sitting there. Sure. 
Sure. Um, so you know, again, that's that's it's hard to, you know, fathom them spending that much money at one position like that. Even though the need is there, obviously. Sure. Uh, I think the more likely scenario is maybe um, a, maybe a Robbie Anderson for a little bit cheaper. Um, right. And He's then. Eagles sure, lot. sure. Temple guy. Um, yeah. Wear my Temple football sweatshirt. Hey, there you go. You just you must have known. Um, and then obviously you got to hope that that one of the wide receivers that you know in the draft kind of fall to us at 21. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a number name that I've been hearing a lot is Henry Ruggs, uh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, those are those are my two guys I would love to get. Now, granted, I would love Judy. I would, sure. I would certainly love um, Lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the biggest guy, or the biggest fan for. Um, oh, why is the other name escaping me? Uh, Which team? If I knew that, I'd probably know it. Oh. <laughs> Uh, there's another wide receiver that the Eagles keep getting linked to, um, besides Ruggs. Um, uh, 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 LaVishka Chenault is another one, not who I was thinking of in this particular uh, sense, but, um, man, why can't I think of this dude's name? Riggins? Riggins. Maybe that's it. Yeah, from, yeah. um, is he from Alabama? Uh, is he the other one from Alabama, or is he the cleansing guy? Now, Judy's from Alabama. So is Ruggs. He's the cleansing guy. Yes, he's the cleansing oh, guy. I, for whatever reason, I'm I'm not a well, fan. In about two weeks, I'm going to be the master of all these names, because that's when the uh, the combine comes right. on, and that's <laughs> when like, you will see Freak Show Eric come out here. Yeah, no. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's a little scary. I I love the combo because again. Oh my God! It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> uh, no, you don't understand. I do. Like, I... Uh, I mean, you do. But I'm saying like the collective you. Oh, the royal, the royal you. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, when I tell you, like I am a geek with this stuff. Like I soak it up like a sponge. Like there have been times I've taken vacation days. To sit home and watch the combine. Now I didn't do that this year, and I regret it Soft. immediately. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Peggy says, "Well, let's take care of Malcolm Jenkins first, and then worry about Amari Cooper." And I don't know. Um, we'll figure it out. I we'll mean, figure it out. I mean, wanna... whether or not they want to. Exactly, yeah. I think that's the question. Uh, I, mean, I like Malcolm Jenkins. Gun to my head, I would say I'd like to keep him. But I'm not going to break the bank for him. Yeah. I uh, tell him, look, man, you signed. The, look, unfortunately, if they want to change the way the contracts and stuff are done, they're going to have to win in the CBA argument when they renegotiate. But the way it's negotiated now, the owners have the right to cut a player when they don't perform at the standards. And when they do, when they perform past <laughs> it, they're kind of stuck a yeah. lot of times. No, absolutely. Uh, Ten. Uh... Yeah, Tyreek Hill signed a deal uh, with the Chiefs. I think his average uh, was 18 a year. So looking at uh, the wide receiver average per year, Julio's at 22, Michael Thomas at 19 uh, and a quarter, 
Tyreek Hill at 18, Odell Beckham at 18, Mike Evans at 6'5", Hopkins at 6'2", Cooks at 6'2", God, that's a big salary. Uh, Adam Thielen at 6'2", Sammy Watkins, oh, 16. Talk about underperforming. Uh, and let's see, Jarvis Landry at 15-1, A.J. Green at 15. Those are all your wide receivers right there that are over 15 million a year. So I would assume... Um, A.J. Green's another guy who's going to be a free agent. A.J. Green, right? yeah, he certainly is. Right now he's making uh, exactly 15. So um, I'm sure he'll... Uh, you never know. He might get that same or he might get a little less just given his age. But Yeah, with his age and injury history, I think he might be looking at getting less than that. Yeah. Uh, perhaps, and maybe that's the route, route, route we go, is we can get A.J. Green on the cheap plus the rookie. Sure. Yeah, I, I think that would be a nice uh, you know, combo. Uh, yeah. Hey, Mark, what's going on, pal? Uh, how are we looking in our secondary? Any improvements in the works? Oh, God. Mark, I gotta tell you, if yeah. there's not, I'm rioting. I'm gonna flip tables. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off of things onto tables. I'm gonna power bomb Eric through a table. Bad I things. Anyway, at our next uh, round table. <laughs> I may have to do that. Uh, yeah, Mark. One of these times you're gonna have to get a WWE like style table that's already got some break in it, and you power bomb me through the table. Maybe we could do a a a, a round table for the TLC. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and just, at the end of it, like we have to make a bold prediction. If you get it wrong, you get put through a table. Well, I was gonna say, you guys can talk, and I can just slam power slam people through tables. Just a okay. thought. <laughs> well, I mean, because I guess if we're there talking, you have to power bomb other people through tables. So yeah, go ahead. All right, cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Mark, uh, I I would expect half of our secondary to be new. Yeah. Um, whether or not that includes Malcolm Jenkins not being here or, or what, uh, I can see them re-signing one of Darby or Mills. Um, but in all honesty, it would not shock me if all four are brand new. Uh, I could, yeah, they right. could, it certainly wouldn't shock, shock me if at least three of the four right. are. I can know. see them not wanting to play hardball with Malcolm, saying, see ya. The fact that um, you know his, his partner is, is a free agency – uh, as a free agent, uh, Ronnie McLeod. Uh, and then, of course, Darby and Mills are also free agents as well. So, uh, yeah, I could uh, I could definitely see it. I I have a lot of people, a lot of names that I like, that I would love to replace said people. I have a replacement or two or three or four for all four of them. Uh, <laughs> not saying that, you know, I'm completely, uh, you know, a robot and wouldn't love to have McLeod back, but again, he's kind of uh, getting up there a little bit, starting to. Uh, Darby uh, and Mills are certainly a little young, but they're also kind of shitty. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. That's that whole thing. Uh, hey, uh, Tin. Tin says, uh, What's going on with the line? LT is a concern. Is it though? Is it Tinny? I mean, I'm here to. Make, you invested a first-round pick in Andre Dillard, yeah. and I think he's going to be your starting left tackle. Yeah. Dude. He did a good job when he was asked to play left tackle. Let's not talk about those times that he asked to play right tackle. In fact, I think I've gone with the idea of denying that Andre Dillard at right tackle even took place. I don't know what you're, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. So there you go. I, don't even, I was talking, and I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> 
Which isn't unusual, but... No, that's true. Uh, it definitely is not unusual. Uh, but, yeah, so, um, you know, uh, free agency, um, you know, we have a lot of needs. Uh, wide receiver being one of them, corner being another. Um, unfortunately, there's not uh, there's not a ton... You can use some help with linebacker, maybe Ugh. another edge rusher. Yeah. Oh, dude, if we could get a, a, a freaking linebacker. You're going to have to linebacker. figure out what you're going to do with defensive tackle if you're going to bring Jernigan back. Right. I mean, Jackson will be able to be back. Yeah, you're basically you're going to need to figure out the, the rotation there. Um, you know, uh, uh, just real quick, looking at corner salary, uh, the highest is at 15 million and I 50 thousand I mean, yeah i i kind of thought so too but I, I wouldn't have been surprised that a few of them were a little bit over so yeah xavian howard is at uh 15.05 josh norman at 15 Ugh, wow. talk about a terrible contract me 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 but also you <laughs> the pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film powder donut <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's hope, yeah. that, let's hope that contract goes on forever and ever and yeah. ever. Let's hope it's a Bobby Bonilla-style contract. <laughs> no, unfortunately, uh, only one more year left on it. Um, uh, Tremaine Johnson. I wonder how much of that is guaranteed. I wonder if they can get out of that. I'm sure, I'm sure they will. Be, I'm sure they will. That uh, would be very wise of them. Yeah. Uh, Tr- Tremaine Johnson at 14.5. Xavier Rhodes at 14. Patrick Peterson at 14. Kyle Fuller at 14. Marcus Peters at 14. Uh, and so on and so on. There's a couple at 13. So we're looking around around that area. Um, you know, Logan Ryan right now is well, another. Jones and say, hey, how about 15 Come on down. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd be okay with that. I think. Um, Trying to see what what he makes currently. I don't think it's that that large. I think he's only making like. Well, he's uh, coming. He's coming off his, coming rookie, off his rookie deal, exactly. So he's only making like two, two or three million. Also, maybe we could maybe we could lowball a little twelve million dollar action or something. It's possible. Hey, worth the phone call. Yeah, all I could say is no. And then click. Wait, wait, no, here's a real offer. <laughs> We're just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think personally, I think Byron Jones, if I had to say, you know what, you get to pick one free agent, mm-hmm. and no matter what, you get to sign him, I think I'm going with Byron Jones, honestly. Um, yeah, I, lo- I think I was hoping it wasn't just because of, you know, my love of corners. Yeah, well, and, and believe me, if there was a linebacker of similar quality, right, right. I'd be all over that, too. Hey, what's going on, Mary? Um, let's see. Uh, sorry, a few comments here. Uh, Peggy, sure hope Boston Scott, uh, Ward, and Sanders stay. Uh, oh, yeah, Howard, I don't know. Yeah, they're all under contract. Uh, uh, Howard is the only one that will be officially a free agent. Um, and again, I think that's the question is, do you sign him again? Uh, or right. not again, but do you sign him for for you know right. a year or two, um, and, and kind of let it see, or do you say you know what Sanders is the man, 
we'll, you know, we'll run with that and, and let, you know, you know, let Boston Scott and uh, Corey, maybe they bring back Corey Clement to, to kind of yeah. you know, fight it out or maybe they draft somebody in the middle rounds. Um, you know, there's certainly plenty of options there. Um, I think they, they're going to have to add, oh, figure out oh, another running back. Yeah, it's either Jordan Howard. Like, I would like it to be a power back. Because I think Miles Sanders is going to be your starting back. And if Jordan Howard, it's all going to come down to, like, if he's willing to take a little less money to stay in a lesser role. Because he's not going to be a bell cow back here. And I honestly don't see where he gets that opportunity anywhere. Uh, I think you're kind of right. He's certainly... He he could be a guy who tests the market and then comes back. Like, the Eagles may tell him, as they've told plenty of people before, Test the market, right. and then whatever your best offer oh, yeah. is, come back and tell us. A.K.A. So Brandon Graham. Basically what happened with Brandon Graham. So. Right. Um, hey, Brian, what's going on, bud? So are we stuck with Jim Schwartz? Um, I don't know if I'd call it stuck. I feel like, Schwar- I feel like Schwartz gets a bad rap. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, it's easy to blame Schwartzy uh, for a lot. And by all means, he is no saint. And I've been very, very critical of him this past year uh, in saying all that. Uh, I got to tell you, I think we're lucky to have him. I think there are much, much he's worse. the best of what he's had. Right. Like, people wanted him to blitz more in them. It's Philadelphia. We come from the Buddy Ryan, Jim Johnson style of defense. The blitz crazy, come at you from all different angles. And let's... That's great, but that's not like Jim Schwartz had corners that he couldn't trust out right. there on an island. You know, why was the Buddy Ryan defense so good? Well, he had Eric Allen back there that, you know, could, and Ben Smith who could cover anybody. You know, the same thing with Jimmy Johnson when he had Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor, and then Lito and Sheldon. You know, he could leave those guys on islands. You want to leave Jalen Mills out on an island? You want to leave Ronald Darby out there on an island one on one with you know, some of the top receivers in this game. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not into that either. Now, if you blitz very good, you found young quarterbacks who couldn't find those matchups right away. And that's where he blitzed. And that's where he went after guys. And that's where he had success. Yeah. Peggy likes Jim Schwartz. That's all that matters. <laughs> well, hey, right, yeah, then we're good. Yeah. Thanks, Peggy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, um, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, as I was saying, Byron Jones would be my, uh, selection because I think, I think if, you know, say we go into the year or into the draft and we find one of those wide receivers in the first round and you compare, you know, pair him, maybe robbing it, maybe let's just say we don't find anybody. You know, anybody sure. of, of starting quality, uh, you know, and it's only depth. And you're going into the year with Deshaun Jackson, rookie, uh, Greg Ward, and yeah. J.J. And uh, insert, you know, another draft pick or insert, you know, low free agent. And then you're going, you know, corner if you have Byron Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, you let's say you even don't re-sign any of our corners. And you maybe in the second round pick up one of those uh, one of those corners, and you have him with Byron Jones, and you have the plethora of the mediocrity that we have in the remaining corners on our team. 
I'd be all right with that. I think that'd be I'd be an okay upgrade for one year, and you know you hope that maybe uh, the person you draft in the second round develops into a sure, starter yeah. caliber. Yeah, like they come out like you could even start Avante Maddox outside <sighs> alongside Byron Jones, and then you know like Krebby on the block in the slot. Yeah, yeah whatever, like, however it it manifests. Uh, yeah, Brian, believe me, I, I completely understand. Brian goes, eh, I get the corner issue. Hopefully he proved me wrong. Uh, yeah, I hope he does, honestly, because, uh, I, and believe yeah. me, I get where you're coming from. We totally do. Sorry, it was frustrating this year. I, I'm not going to fault anybody for being frustrated with Jim Johnson at times. Uh, my, like, sometimes I wish he would play his corners up more and, like, they would leave too much of a cushion. Yeah, like, I agree. Those wide receivers can run by you when these corners are good at getting up there, throwing off guys' time and being good physical corners. Well, put them at the line. Let them be physical corners. Yeah, well, and and you don't know what we're seeing in, in oh, practice sure. I mean, and, and training yeah. camp. Well, hell, we have zero access, you know, to, to seeing these, you know, players preseason like we used to. Right. Uh, you know, so we're, I'm, not, I'm not. We're not seeing what James Schwartz is seeing. Maybe, you know, hey, that's an area where the accessibility, <sighs> and I know we'll definitely get into this over the weeks and months to come. The accessibility to the players, uh, and you know, the training get that has it's non-existent now. It used yeah. to be, man, you could go down there to Lehigh or and you'd be, back in the Westchester. You'd be ten and feet they away. Were there in front of you. Yeah, they'd be ten feet away from you. Now, yeah. now you're lucky if they're, you know, you know, two hundred feet away from you. Yeah, for one practice at the link that you charge ten dollars for. Right, some BS. Um, uh, Brian also brings up uh, any news on how Carson Wentz is coming along with his concussion. Uh, every, every, yeah, yeah, he, he was he fine. Yeah. He got cleared and, and would have been. If they had had a divisional round game, he would have been. He would have been cleared. Yes. Uh, not a local Eagles fan news here in Nebraska. Oh, okay. Well, welcome, uh, welcome from, uh, from Nebraska. Love, uh, love our Midwest states. Um, although it's that, is that really considered a Midwest state? North Nebraska It's kind of north, yeah, right? Yeah, it looks like Midwest. Is that the north too? Like Iowa? Is that that's considered Midwest too? I feel yeah, like, I feel oh, like yeah, it's kind of like north, north, no? Well, I mean North Midwest, but I mean it's Midwest. I guess. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll go with you on that one. Uh, Tenny, what's going on, bud? Uh, Sidney Jones, gut tells me a big step forward this season. Uh, dude, uh, Tenny, I, I so help, so help me God, I hope you're right, man. That is one dude that, that can easily get lost in the shuffle because he doesn't... He made a couple nice plays during that stretch. Yeah, he did. He did, but, but again, his, his career so far has been very forgettable. And yeah. he had the, you know, out of coming out of college, even with the injury, he had all the skills in the world, and mm-hmm. was should have been a top ten pick or a top fifteen pick that year. Yeah, would have been top ten <clears> to fifteen. So, I'm rooting for him. I'm really hoping that you know he turns the corner and there, you know, it's just for whatever reason he's just not getting it, and something clicks. That'd be great. I'm not holding my breath, but man, Tinny, I've got to tell you, I'm I'm with you on that one. I'm really hoping. Uh, that everything uh, kind of works out. So, um, yeah, Brian confirms that it's officially the Midwest. Oh, good. Now I can sleep at night. <laughs> I was going to worry about that for way too long. Uh, Peggy says she really likes uh, Maddox and LeBlanc. Hey, LeBlanc's your boy. 
That's right. Uh, you're, talking sure. to the, you're talking to the president of the Caribbean LeBlanc fan club here. That's funny. And I, I like I like Maddox, you know, Pit Boy. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'm down. Um, but again, I, I need to see more out of our, our corners. So, hence why I could totally see both free agent corners out of here. Uh, you, yeah. you know, unfortunately, Mills is probably going to have to change his hair color and his whole name. You know, maybe yeah, the Green Goblin. Yeah. I think it's probably the Jets. Yeah, is, maybe that's why we like, Jets, please sign me. You're my only hope. <laughs> or, or Packers. Yeah, Packers got a little green yeah, in there, too. Green. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. He's got two options. He's got plenty oh, of options. And he was worried. And maybe he can go to Miami and call Teal green. Sure, sure. Just change the just change, a little bit. Just yeah. change the tip, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, Even so it's, it's mid-February here. I know. <laughs> we uh, we got uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, but nothing to talk about at the same time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, like I said, I, I don't know about you, but that's who I take. I take Byron Jones and RP. I yeah, think. he's definitely number one and number two on my list. And if I, you know, again. Um, and I'm just talking. My perfect scenario would be to draft, would be to to sign him, sign a lower mm-hmm. lower wide receiver, perhaps even sign another lower corner. Um, obviously, go out and get a linebacker. Figure out what you're doing. Uh, what's up, Shane? Uh, figure out what you're doing at safety, both positions, right. and then second round. Um, you know, I would say uh, try to draft either the best corner or the best linebacker. Um, yeah, obviously I'm, I'm okay with either one as I, you yeah. know, both certainly are needed. Um, uh, David Boyle chimes in on my, uh, oh, what's up, David? Thanks. Thanks for chiming in and saying, what's up, fellas. Uh, it's and been a forever, man. Set up an interview with, uh, Andy Reid for us. Oh yeah. Uh, hey, absolutely. Bring the big guy on. Yeah. Well, well, we'll, we'll do that. I'm down. Oh yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, one dude I gotta say, uh, linebacker I do love. I actually really do love Patrick Queen from LSU. Um, you know he he's, he's a good one. Yeah, he's he's got one hell of a hammer. So uh, he's good at the it's good at run you know uh, run stuffing. I really do like him. Uh, I really hope that uh, maybe he falls into the second. Uh, another person I hope falls into the second is uh, Trevon Diggs. Alabama uh, senior corner. Um, I, I definitely would love to see him uh, make it all the way to us in the second round. I think both are you know, probably not going to happen, but, you know, Duke can dream. Um, who's the other? Um, if I can hey, he says the Super Bowl parade here wasn't as uh, big as Philly. No, I would assume not. Yeah. It didn't look yeah. like it either. Um What's another guy? Antoine Winfield uh, Jr. Uh, coming out of Minnesota. Uh, I could see him, you know, I've seen second, I've seen third. I would obviously love to get him in the third. Uh, oh, Malik Harrison from Ohio State. It's another uh, dude I would love if he fell to us into the third round. Um, you know, another wide receiver. Say in case we don't get a wide receiver. In uh, the first round, Jalen Ragar from TS, uh, TCU. Uh, He's on the list, yeah. yeah. Somebody I'm certainly high on. K.J. Hamler from Penn State. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another dude that, uh, again, is more of a high hope that maybe he falls. I, mm -hmm. I do really love Justin Jefferson. I personally oh, think uh, if he falls into the second, it won't be for very long. Um, I, I personally, if a dream scenario could could happen, I would say uh, trade up from whatever you got to do for the third and fourth rounds, trade back into the second, and go ahead and get, uh, let's say, um, first round, I would say um, rugs. Second, oh, yeah. second, I would say, um, I'd probably say, uh, uh, what's it called? God, I can't freaking remember people's names today. Uh, Diggs, the corner from the Alabama, and then uh, Justin Jefferson, trade back up, get two stud wide receivers, and bam, you have your future wide receivers for the for the rest of you know the ten years. Yeah, we kind of, you know, be all of the way. Back in the day, Buddy Ryan, when he saw, oh, man, we don't have any wide receivers. First two picks, Fred Barnett, Calvin Williams. That worked for us then. We can do that again. Uh, oh, let's say, uh, <laughs> Teddy goes, Denver and Seattle got green. And then he said, previous comment was for Mills. Too much time had elapsed. Uh, does Denver have green? I don't Denver think Denver has green. Denver does not have green. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Uh, David says the Eagles will trade out of the third or fourth rounds to pick up another back and or to pick another back half in the first. So like sorry, a third and a fourth to get back up into the first, like after you pick the twenty-one. Wait, he thinks a third and a fourth is going to do it, along with our second, right? I would assume so. Okay, yeah, I mean that that I'm okay with. They want to go back into the first. That's fine. Go ahead and, and get yourself, you know, another or uh, a wide receiver. Say, like, again, <clears throat> Justin Jefferson sitting there, you know, just like pick thirty-one, and you're like, oh man, how do we actually get this guy? If that's the case, perfect scenario would be Rugs and then Queen. Yeah. That way we get a linebacker, and that way we get a wide receiver, and then you know, third round, we'll you know, or whatever ends up, whatever we give up, whatever's left. You just draft corner and defensive line. Done. We well, go what three thirds and two fourths. Yeah, so they got extras. So although, although, you, although you can't trade away your. Um, That's right. You can't the trade top pick. So, but whatever. Hey, what's going on, Jay? All the way from Houston, Texas, formerly of Odessa, Texas. Ah, uh, <laughs> Timmy. Dude, that joke went way over our heads. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Do you get it now? Do you get it now? Wow, Tim, yeah. Tim with the next level joke, dude. Love it. Absolutely love it. Totally, totally went over my head, bro. Yeah, that definitely cleared <laughs> me, too. Uh, Brian, Brian brings up a good uh, good uh, topic. Uh, have you guys seen All or Nothing on Amazon yet? Uh, I have not. Have you? I have watched, uh, I don't know. Five-ish episodes. I like it. It's really good. I'm kind of, I'm trying not to do what I do to every show and just binge watch the crap out of it. And then I'm like, ah, oh, crap. What am I gonna watch now? Uh, so I'm trying to slow play it to where I don't finish it so quickly. But so far, so good. Uh, I like it. It's a nice, in, you know, in-depth look at the team. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's definitely a, a nice thing for fans. 
Um, I personally am more of a fan of Hard Knocks, the way they do things. Oh, I love Hard Knocks. Um, yeah. But again, this is not bad. Uh, Brandon Graham is is you know one of the stars. Um, yeah. You know, he, he's. I, I don't even think they've mentioned uh, Miles Sanders' name so far <laughs> that I've watched. So that's yeah. not great news for him. Um, but yeah, so far so good. Uh, can't wait to uh, keep watching. Um, Brian also says, I have massive respect for what Josh uh, McCown did uh, as an on-field coach and backup in the playoff game. He gave his all. Great dude. What about backup quarterback in 2020? Yeah, I've been hearing that um, McCown kind of shines towards the end of the, the, the series here uh, for all or nothing. Um, yes. So that's, would, yeah, that's good on him. Um Backup quarterback. Honestly, I got I gotta tell you, it is like twentieth on my list of important things that I that we're, we need to worry about. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I think don't mean to, you know, no disrespect. If he wants to sign a one-year deal and yeah, or and or uh, uh, what's his face? Sudfeld. Sudfeld, thank you, dude. I'm just really bad at names today. Um, there's David popping through. Uh, David thinks they're going to re-sign Howard. Um, I'm, I'm kind of fifty-fifty on that as far as whether or not they will or won't they. Uh, but yeah, I'm all on board with it. I'm okay with that. The more talent, the better. Numbers right, and I think Jordan Howard would like to stay if the numbers right. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, backup quarterback Joe Flacco. Ha <laughs> uh, Honestly, the stranger things have happened, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, a lot of people have been talking and posting a lot about the back quarterback. I, I know. I, it's fairly anyone I mean, ever know. really been one that's given a lot of consideration to it. So, and, and now's not really going to be any different. Like, we'll find some, like, if it's not somebody currently on our roster, we'll find somebody. I mean, hey, look, there's... We haven't talked about it yet tonight, but the XFL right now, play. you're going to see some quarterbacks getting some action. And look, good starters from that, they could be given a look at, at backup roles in the in the NFL next year. Yeah, so man, there's that's... Gonna be some, there, there's going to be some guys you can go get to play backup quarterback. We don't have to worry about, like, what, they're not going to sign Tom Brady to be their backup, as I've seen in things. Like, and Joe Flacco, he might sign somewhere to be a backup. I mean, it would make sense. I think his starting days are over. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I think I think somebody might give him a, give him a gig. Yeah, the only way that he gets any kind of starting job is if he were somewhere where they have a young quarterback and he's the bridge quarterback. Like if Tampa, who I'm sure is going to want to go get another, you know, another quarterback because Jameis Winston is going to be gone. They bring in Flacco Maybe. and then draft somebody. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly possible. But I, like I said, I'm all for adding talent. I just, uh, you know, if you can get somebody, a former starter on the cheap, I'm all for it. Uh, but like I said, I really have no... No real opinion as far as, you know, who I care to see as the backup quarterback. I'm sorry, I just don't. I know a lot of people find it very important. It's Philadelphia. The backup quarterback is, you know, this mythical uh, unicorn of a creature that must be, you know. Well, and 
And let's we let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room. The Brian, thanks, buddy. They're asking about the backup quarterback is because some people still can't fathom the idea that Carson Wentz is going to stay healthy all year long. Because now that well, see, he had another season in the injury. Stop with this. He had season. In, it was the last game of the season. He got a concussion. Okay, he played. Uh, thanks, John. Played all but what three snaps before the playoff game? I know, whatever. I and again, know. the durability question is going to come in. I Give know. me a break with that. I know. I'm, I'm. I don't even acknowledge it anymore at this point. Um, but yeah, so we uh, just a reminder, folks, uh, for anybody who is not aware, and uh, I apologize. I meant to uh, create a uh, an event for Facebook so that people are more aware. But uh, what was that? You still can. Oh, I mean, I definitely will. Uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, got a lot of stuff going on. But, uh, uh, yeah, the off-season roundtable number one is going to be live at Champs in Collegeville on Saturday, February 29th uh, at 9.30. We'll, uh, we'll be breaking down uh, free agency this is what our focus will be on. Uh, roundtable number two will be focusing on the draft. Uh, so, honestly, we're, we're telling everybody, come on out. They got drink specials, food specials. They got crazy good appetizers. We have our own little room that we kind of do the show from. Uh, it's a really cool setup. Uh, I got a few things uh, in store uh, that even Eric doesn't know about. Oh. Um, that I'm, I'm excited. I will hopefully have ready by then. Um, so, yeah, come on out. Watch the show live with us. Uh, hang out. Talk sports. Uh, last time we did a, 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 a off-season uh, roundtable or, or a, a show out in the public, uh, Andrew Luck decided to retire. So, yeah, uh, but and the story originally broken by the old man. Yeah. When we were there. Yeah, you know. right. It was, it was broken live on our show, and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, so we're, we're hoping uh, people can come out. It's champs. In Collegeville, it's in the Providence Town Center, right off of 422. Uh, if you were unaware, please reach out to us. We'd love to figure out how to get more people out. The more, the better. Yeah. Uh, hang out. We get to, you know, see you guys in person. It's really cool. Um, yeah, have some drinks with us. Exactly. Yeah. Eric, Eric's buying shots for people. It's great. Oh boy. <laughs> what? Apparently, I'm buying shots. And... Oh, there you go. It's official. You said it. Woo! Let's see what else we can trick them into doing. Buy myself a shot. And... <laughs> you said shots, plural. All right, so I'm buying myself multiple shots. And, and they're going to be drunk. Awesome. <laughs> we could get stupid here. All right. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Uh, but all right, folks, we are going to head out of here. Thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. Awesome show. Thank you so much, Peggy, Brian, David. Of course, dude, haven't seen you forever. Good hearing from you. Jave, formerly from Odessa, Texas. Uh, now in Houston, uh, Tin Brian, thanks for uh, for joining us for the first time. Appreciate it, bud. Uh, and of course, uh, Peggy, thanks for uh, for hanging in. Uh, and everybody else uh, who uh, Mary for for commenting too on the watch party. Uh, appreciate y'all. Thanks for watching. We will be back next week uh, at the same time, 7:30. We actually went uh, almost an hour tonight, which I is uh, pretty good. Uh, I guess we, guess we had a lot uh, more to talk about than we realized, huh? <laughs> hey. uh, but yeah, so don't uh, don't forget to check out all the other Phillyverse podcasts uh, every Monday, of course, 
is the Football Smack Talk Show at 7.30. Tuesdays, uh, the Philly Barrow cast with Ryan and Ryan uh, coming at you live at 8.30. Wednesday, Mike Sports exclusively on YouTube at 8 o'clock, right? 8 o'clock? Yeah. Uh, and then fi- finishing out the week, TLC podcast live at 9.30. Um, don't forget to... What? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. I'm sorry. My time's are I'm really just off my game today. Uh, yeah, sorry. Nine o'clock for the TLC podcast on Thursdays. Yeah, 30 minutes. That's getting just... That's right. right yeah, yeah, you're a little man, so you got to go to bed early. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so don't forget to check out all the other podcasts on the Phillyverse Podcast Network. Uh, coming to you soon, phillyverse.com. Uh, we're just working on a few uh, few things. Working on, working on a few things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to get that off the ground shortly. Uh, and if not, uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, and if you're not uh, there, we'll see you live out at Champs in Collegeville for the Eagles offseason roundtable number one uh, on February 29th. It is a real date, folks. Uh, it's leap year this year, I promise you. Uh, but yeah, if you, yeah, it's a real thing, guys. But if you don't believe us, then it's March 1st. <laughs> You'll still be there the same day. It's still Saturday. <laughs> so, all right, folks, thank you so much for uh, for being a part of everything. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. Make sure you go ahead, give a like, comment, share, a follow, whatever else the buttons tell you to do for not only the Football Smack Talk show, but the Philly Verse Facebook page. Uh, and, of course, you can always follow us on Twitter at Philly underscore Verse and Instagram at Philly, Ver- at Philly underscore Verse as well. Uh, that's it for us. Eric, anything to add uh, on this 187th show of ours? Yeah. Well, all right. Keeping that streak alive. Got to love it. Watch out, Cal Ripken. Uh, he's okay. coming for you. All right, folks, we will see you guys next week, and I will see you tomorrow for the Football Smack Talk show. I am Ryan. I'm Eric. Catch the football, everybody. Only 213 days to go. Oh, sad face. That's way too much. Yeah. All right, folks. Have a good night. If you look around, you'll see the world can be pretty smart. Okay, very smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. That's why we're reshaping online learning with our FlexPath format. You can set your own deadlines, take classes at your own pace, even leverage your previous experience to move faster. So when it comes to earning your bachelor's degree, you know what kind of choice to make. A smart one. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.